Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And we are continuing our Advent series. We're in week four and we're sort of reflecting on the Blessed Virgin Mary and thinking about her role in the birth of Christ and really our salvation. And I want to look at our Isaiah text and begin with Isaiah 7, verse 10, and read a couple of verses. It says, Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. So God comes to King Ahaz, who was king over, over Israel at the time of Isaiah. And, um, and he says, look, I'm going to show you that I'm with you. Ask me for a sign. And then he basically says, I'm going to give you a sign. And he, he recites the verse that was quoted in Matthew that we read in yesterday's episode. Therefore, the Lord, verse 14, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. One thing that this shows us is that when we look at Mary, we see God who fulfills his promises. She's like a portal we look through to see God and how he keeps his promises. So um, so there was a promise to Ahaz during the time of Isaiah that there would be a son who was born to a virgin, and that son would be Emmanuel. So one of Ahaz's descendants would be God with us. But this points back to 2 Samuel 7, when God speaks to David and says, there will be someone who will sit on the throne, your throne, the Davidic dynasty forever, and he will live forever and reign forever. And of course, this goes back to the Abrahamic covenant, the Mosaic covenant, God's creative covenant. And, and God all along says, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bless all the nations, he says to Abram. Then he calls out Moses and says, I'm going to make a nation. And this nation is going to be a blessing to the nations, a priest to all nations. Then within the nation, God says, I'm going to make a king, David. And from his line and his household, I'm going to bring a Messiah who will bring salvation. And so, man, from the time of Jesus back to when these promises started, we're talking about, you know, 12, 1500 years. And when we look at Mary, what we see is God kept his promise. Many people lived, many people died without ever seeing the fulfillment of the promise. But Mary got to see its fulfillment. In fact, she got to live the fulfillment. She was the focal point of its fulfillment. Now, the greater focal point is Jesus himself, of course. But she's right next to him. And we look at this young woman probably a teenager, probably if she's alive now, very likely she'd be a middle schooler or early high school. And she's from a, a home in a village in the hill country of Galilee called Nazareth. Not a really important place, but not a place the world would pay attention to, yet God uses her to fulfill his promises, to bring the salvation he promised. Actually, all the way back in Genesis 3.15, when he told Eve, there will be a seed that will come and the serpent will crush his heel, but he will crush the serpent. And Mary is kind of like the second Eve because she bears that seed, who is Jesus. So by reflecting on Mary during this last part of Advent, we don't just see Mary, we see God. And we see a God who keeps his promises. If you go to Luke chapter 1 and read the Song of Mary or the Magnificat, 
that's what she declares, that God is a God who keeps promises. And she has the joy and the privilege of on and honor of being right in the middle of all that. God bless and have a great day.